Exactly. So you're going keto, huh? How's that going for you? So, um, so here's what's crazy. So I, um, I've been keto for about, a, I think a rough, rough, roughly about like four years because I was really sick. I was really sick about four years ago. I had cancer, and okay. I was looking for a diet. I was I was looking for a diet that was going to be able to like help me during that time period, and I ended up stumbling upon the Bulletproof Diet by Dave Asprey. And as I end up, I once I stumbled on it, I basically was like, you know what? Um, let me try this diet because it's my last ditch option. I'm really sick. Like I need to go ahead and get my shit together. I tried the diet. The diet like the diet works so well. I got my six pack for the first time in like years. I'd never had a six pack ever. I tried every diet out there. I had trained for three hours a day for a long time. Could never like really get to being that lean. I got close, but I could never just hit over, over hit that barrier. Once I went keto, I got just jacked. And I was like, I'm like, I'm getting jacked by eating, eating high amounts of fat. My brain's working faster. I've got more fucking energy. My sex drive is higher. And I, I feel yeah. more motivated than I ever have in my life. And then that was, that was the thing. That was, I've never left the diet because of that. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is that now, and this is kind of my understanding, what I'm, I'm new to this, right? Yeah. And now I'm full keto right now. Dope. I'm actually full keto slash intermittent fasting. Dope. Like right now, I need my first meal today. Um, I guess kind of a little later I'm supposed to, but whatever, it's intermittent fasting. Um, but the thing is, is that I'm new to it. I'm finding out a lot about this diet, and I'm a huge fan of it. And I, I had surgery, nothing very new, something small, but, and it kind of put me in the bed, and I'm not able to work out, and all the stuff, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready from school right now, so I'm going to school for nutrition as well, a couple classes. Nice. And I'm telling you right now, I, I'm, kind of going, I'm just now starting going into nutrition because of this diet, because I got so wrapped up in studying nutrition, I was learning nutrition backwards, because of this diet, right? I yeah. Know this is like eating your body in different language. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting um, is I love what you, I love what you're saying about this because it's like, like traditionally the way that you've looked at health, the way that we've been taught is like one way, and then only to, only to come and find out that like that's not what really like works for you in terms of like I'm all about pr- like actionable results. Like if I don't see like legitimate results, I'm not interested in doing it because it's it's just yeah. kind of pointless. It's like. It, like I'm not into mental masturbation. I'm into like straight up pragmatic, practical results because those things you can see not a correlation, but you can see direct causation to what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, even though this one is very tricky, you know what I mean. If you don't know what you're doing, yeah. I mean, and I'm just saying from what I what I'm studying, it's very easy to fuck this diet up. <laughs> yeah. And you can get fat really quick if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably why a lot of people turn it down. There's a lot of people who talk kind of bad. Um, and it's because I understand it. I can understand why people don't get this diet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything that we've been taught against. It flies in the face of traditional wisdom. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but I'm like, are you going back to look at this? I was like, they found us all this stuff and we're in the biggest epidemic of diabetes and obesity in history. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I was like, not a, it's like, not alone is that. I was like, they use diet in the medical field to cure diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Mm-hmm. And then also on top of it, they cure it to uh, glucose and Right? Which is the pollution of muscle. Your body eats its own muscle. Yep. Right? Because then the other thing is, so this is how the di
argue back and forth, should you sustain it for such a long time? I don't think it's unhealthy. Because the thing is that you can live this diet, and as long as you maintain your protein and your fat to a certain amount, yeah. there's nothing wrong with this. This is a lifestyle. And everybody's like, oh, it's a fat, it's a fat. I'm like, no, like, this is a new lifestyle, guys. Exactly. Like, I, I caught it right from the beginning. Like, this is a lifestyle. Because yep. within the first week, I had to replace my whole refrigerator. I yeah. Mean, my age, I was like, shit, I need this, I need this, I need this. And I'm like, fuck, I, I spent a lot of fucking money. It's yeah. Weeks, and I'm just like, geez, I'm like, where's my money going? Yeah. And I started looking at my refrigerator and my cabinets. I'm like, well, nah, shit, I fucking replaced everything I own in my kitchen. Exactly. Um, that's the only way you can really do this diet, though. Yeah. Well, because I noticed um, that, like, once you, if you, uh, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. Where like if if in my if in my kitchen there is something sugary that I can have when I'm like because like the big the biggest thing is it's how do you stay on the diet during times of stress yeah during times of of severe amounts of stress like if you run a company or you run a business people don't really think about like it's not about like dieting when times are good it's about having an autonomic response pattern for when times go to shit. And you're not having life your way, that you autonomically make the right decisions without having to think. So people don't plan for that. They just go, okay, I'm gonna like diet like this and it's gonna work. And I'm like, have you planned for the eventuality of like like do you care do you carry like do you carry your food with you? Like I'm not a big proponent of cooking. So what I used to do when I was like really serious and I had to be out working all day, I would carry a carton of like grass-fed eggs and I would carry I would carry grass-fed eggs, avocado, um, and uh, there was like something like either water or like coffee because those were things that like eggs, like eggs. I, I didn't have to. I could. Well, here's the thing: I didn't have to even cook them. I could literally take the eggs raw and straight down them, and then I would have my protein and my fat in one fucking sitting. Avocado is a great source of fat, low amount, very very low amounts of like toxins and mycotoxins. So in terms of brain inflammation. Because the name of the game is you're trying to feed the brain up here, which is the regulatory system for all of the other bodily functions. So you want to make sure, like, in terms of, like, people, I want to lose weight. It's not about, like, all, like, cardio in, cardio out. It's like, dude, it's hormone manipulation. If your hormones are out of balance and out of whack, you can literally work your fucking ass off and you will not oh, lose the yeah, damn weight. I, fuck, I got a lot of clients that I'm, like, working with right now, and I'm, like, I'm mean, especially with females, too, because their hormones are completely different. Exactly. And you know what I mean? And it's like I really didn't study on that part of it because, especially in this diet, your hormones, female and male, change. Yep. Completely. Yep. Um, and you have to maintain certain nutrients. Exactly. Eat a little different on the nutrient side of things to maintain your hormone balance. Exactly. Which is what it's all about in the first place. So it's good you know that. Most people. Yeah. Four years, you should know you should know. Most people don't get their blood. No, I was just gonna say most people don't get their blood work done. Like everyone sits there and like they like, oh, this this diet, like this this really great fad diet works well. And I'm like, have you done the blood work to see what your chromosomes are saying about your body and the way that your body is genetically predisposed? Because you have to make the best of how you're gonna live your life based on your genetic code and what markers are being shown in your DNA. Because if you do not know what those numbers are. At the right ratios, you're going to try some shit and consistently either stay sick or have low amounts of energy or whatever else because you might have a genetic predisposition towards certain diseases or whatnot because those things may have come from ancestors really, really far back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100%. And then fuck also, too, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just something so common today. It's bad. It's, I mean, and it's, I, especially when I've never looked at so many damn labels in my life. I mean, I'm in the in a healthy diet. Exactly. Man, this, this diet makes you read every label um, because you just have to. Yeah, you, you, you need you to know what's in your food. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You have to know what's going in your body. And I'm a fan of it, man. So what say it again? You're you were talking about doing an interview type of thing. Dude, we're already right. we're already recording. Oh, we're already recording. <laughs> that, oh, okay, cool. The That's whole awesome. the whole point, like when I like to do interviews, I don't like to sit there and start like cranking out questions. I like to just get in and just like chop it up and have a real conversation because then it comes yeah. very organically and it's not like so Dustin, like it doesn't become like this like press play and it's on because we're already been yeah. riffing for about like 35 minutes when like I turn the content on it just it tends to just flow very very easily I completely understand that which it is exactly so it, um, it yeah but yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it and the only thing I am I'm gonna say right now the internet passing part now that is key yeah and I'm talking about cutting part which intermittent fasting has a lot of have you looked at intermittent fasting do you do that as well? So I do intermittent fasting and I'm keto, yeah. Okay, awesome. Because yeah. that is the power. Oh, hell yeah. You really get it. Because you know, intermittent fasting also unlocks HGH levels in your body. Exactly. So I train fast as well. Same here. In the morning. Black, black, yeah. black coffee. I tra- Black coffee. Then I train for straight three hours. Finish that. And then I usually... So I do like about a 16-8 window. Because like I always look at like... At my at my ideal time of being ridiculously fit, what was I doing? And then I just backtracked those metrics. I'm like, I was doing a 16-8 window. Then from the 16-8, what was I eating? I only ate like beef, eggs, and um, and like uh, avocados with very specific types of vegetables because I was all about optimal performance. So I was like, okay, what foods did I eat when I had to like be up till 2.30 in the morning every single day? How many cups of coffee did I have? How much water was I taking in? What nutrients I was taking? So that I can backtrack those metrics again and give myself um, the optimal amount of results that I'm aiming for. Because what I care about is I I want brain power. I want... um, like I want the ability to be able to like recall information very, very quickly. I want to be able to like manage stress levels at an optimal manner because like, you know, you've got kids and you have a girlfriend and you're going to school. Or if I if I remember probably I'm like I don't know if she's your girlfriend or she's your fiance. I think like I like saw something like that, give or take. What that? Um, I remember like looking at your profile, like I don't know if like it was a girl like your was the girl that's on your page like she's like your girlfriend or your fiance, I think? No, she was my girlfriend. We're kinda of separated at okay. this point, but um yeah, so that's something I've Okay. Yeah, she, yeah, I still with her. But you know how, like, when you're trying to balance all that, like, when you're trying to balance the relationship, the your children, school, school and shit, and then all, like, the three hours of training because you're a competitor. So nobody, it's so much, it, that no one thinks about the amount of work that it takes to be you. And in my mind, I'm like, I know what that's like because I'm like, I'm running a startup. And then I train for three hours a day and like, I still have my girlfriend and I have to literally sit there and have to spend all this excess time to like balance. Like, and I have to go like, I'd like text my girl, like at least like once a day. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to make time to make sure that I remember you because I get so caught up in the hustle that I'm like, that I just zone, I just zone out. And I'm like, turn my phone on, do not disturb until I'm ready to like be reached. And then, but she's like in London. So there's an eight hour time difference between the two of us. And I'm like, 
I better make sure I give this girl the attention, let her know that like, yo, she is legitimately appreciated because, you know, there's this, there's this old saying, it's like, um, there goes, uh, like, you better be nice to your girl or some niggas gonna come in and see your girl with, with three emojis. And I'm like, that's a pretty, <laughs> pretty accurate. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and discipline is probably one of the biggest things that you got to have on the side. Yeah. Knowing how to kind of trick your body to not going off track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those little things to eat, that MCT oil and stuff, you know, that really kind of sell that hunger sometimes. Oh, dude, I um, care. That, you know, that's one of the reasons I was talking about carrying raw eggs. Because when you carry like raw eggs and then it's like, man, I'm really hungry, you literally go and you're able to like go crack a raw egg, put some like Tabasco on that bitch, and then just down one of those. If you can't do that, what I do is, there's always, I can always find black coffee anywhere. Like anyone that knows me, they, they, they literally laugh. They're like, they're like, we go to dinner and they're like, yo, so what are you eating? I'm like, do you have black coffee? And it's like him and his, they're like, yo, just bring him his own French press because this motherfucker is like always about the black coffee. I'm like, I'm like, you guys are talking shit, but I'm like, coffee has phenomenal cognitive benefits. Um, it helps. Oh it's it's like, it like, especially when it comes to like dealing with um, uh, uh, Alzheimer's, mental recall, um, great, great benefits in terms of like fasting, as well as some of the, uh, the, the chemicals that are in it, like naturally are great for slowing down like the aging process. So uh, yeah, here's, uh, it's the, uh, the uh, poly polyphenols. Some of the polyphenols that are in it are really good for you. Who is it? What? The polyphenols that are in it are really good for you. Oh, keto. Yeah, for for coffee. It's like a, oh. so it's a, it's an antioxidant. It's like a superfood. People are like coffee is a superfood. Uh, so like black coffee has polyphenols in it. So when you make black coffee, you want to use a French press. Um, or you want to use yeah. a, a pour over drip uh, because when you use those, it produces better coffee. So then you get all of the actual benefits of really good coffee. So your brain gets to benefit oh. from it. Interesting. Yeah. That's one of the okay. also reasons right. for being keto. Keto like when – so you ever, there's a principle called myelinogenesis. So when you learn a new skill set, when you do anything that's new or not foreign to the body – you, you create something called myelin. Now, myelin is like the rubber coating around the electrical cords for like your phone or for like your, uh, yeah. for like the plugs. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So imagine like when you want to go learn a new skill, the more myelin that you have, the easier it becomes to learn a new skill or develop a new habit. So it, uh, myelin comes from two things, a high fat diet and like learning challenging skill sets. So the reason that I'm all about having a high-fat diet with low amounts of toxins because if when your brain is inflamed, imagine that like 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 clogging a pipe 
that is supposed to like oh, flow yeah. freely or which like is, which is what this diet is all about inflammation exactly and 90% of it is like if you can the more inflammation that you can reduce in the body the more optimal that your body is going to perform yeah 100% and I also want to uh, backtrack on what you were saying about how you were how you track what you were doing what you are eating on certain times and stuff like that yeah um because that is a really big thing. Because your body, there's a lot of different things you can put in your body with this diet. Everybody's going to react a little differently because everybody's body is different. Exactly. Um, but even with myself doing my morning cardio, I really even breaking my fast sometimes, which I'm okay. You know, I think it's going into cardio. Because going into cardio or any workout, you're going to put yourself back in the stage anyway. Exactly. Now, yeah. So that's why I'm not too concerned with that. I still don't like breaking my fast that much. Um, yeah, but as far as certain things when I'm doing my morning cardio, I drink coffee every morning when I do my cardio. Exactly. But things that I have experimented with as far as like putting in C oil, and C oil is a very dislocation. It doesn't really break the fast. It does not break the fast. It doesn't, doesn't break the fast at all, which is great. It doesn't spike the insulin, but it's still calories, and it's stopping you from burning calories at the moment. In the sense, in my opinion, um, but I don't think it breaks the fast. But I think it breaks you burning calories. Does that make sense? You know, you know what? Honestly, like I'm not, I'm not too familiar on this particular area. I'd have to do some research to come back. Yeah, like, see, there's a saying where it says, "Better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt." Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But no, this is still experimentation from my side, and a lot of this is all opinionated anyway. When it comes to all those people, yeah, like, looking into this. Exactly. You know exactly how your body's gonna perform. You know mm-hmm. Exactly how you're gonna be remembering things. And this, I'm really impressed with your knowledge, man. I'm not too many people have this much knowledge on keto. Well, you know what's crazy though is that. So my whole thing is, it's um, I'm a I'm a I'm an adamant biohacker. Like I have I have used smart drugs. I have like I've used like modafinil. I've used like Adderall. I'm always playing and testing things because. Exactly, right? So my whole thing is like, okay, let me go ahead and really like hack my, let me really hack my hormones. So like, I'm going to go, like I tried a 1500, 1555 calorie a day diet and doing OMAD like one meal a day. And I realized for me, it was not, it really was not sustainable and I wasn't able to deal with stress nearly as effectively. So I was like, okay, I'm not able to go or work nearly as long. So then I said, okay, let me go back, let me go. Go ahead. I'm finding this out. I'm finding this out right now. Yeah. Um, with myself, doing one meal a day. I'm not really enjoying it, but I'm going to do it for two weeks. Yeah. And we're going to see how it goes. Or go ahead. Sorry. No. So it's like I definitely what you're telling me right now is like I like I I did it for like a year, and I was like, okay, well, the OMAD thing. I'm like, what I realized was that I was doing it because I don't like to cook. So then, what I realized, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, let me let me find the optimal time for my body if I can do um, OMAD. Or find a way to kind of like supplement around it because there's a way to there is a way to make it work if you're legitimately disciplined enough and diligent enough to like seek out the way of being able to make it done. So 
what I realized for a while is I'm like, okay, I can actually do OMAD. I just have to like have the caloric intake be a lot higher because I wanted the feeling of high performance. I wanted to be able to like look great, be functioning, but then also have my mind be exceptionally sharp so I could deal, I could deal with problem solving because like 90% of the time when you go, when I go into a business meeting like with a client and I have to negotiate, 90% of it is like me sitting at the table watching, calculating, plotting and paying a lot of attention to my client and then trying to take um, really good copious notes on what they're telling me and, and, and decipher through the bullshit because what I see a lot of is like most people aren't on optimized diets so when they talk, they're all over the fucking place. So you have to be able to sit there and go, I have to effectively get through this meeting, get the information that I need without wasting too much time. So I have to be able to shut the fuck up to listen enough, glean the information I need, make this dude feel important enough so that I can get the information to better service him and I don't end up squandering time and end up pushing into another meeting. Oh, that's the nature of my game, bud. Um, everybody thinks they know what they're doing is best for them. Mm-hmm. And when you really sit down and listen to somebody, it turns out a lot of times they don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't even know what they and, want. Yeah, they know what they want. And you know what? It's not exactly their fault. It's yeah. not everybody's fault. But they don't know what they're doing because the lack of education that we really have on the way that things should be done and what the mm-hmm. government kind of has to play into and all of this, which is a major role in why we don't know what we're doing with nutrition and why it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, too, is that there's so many different ways to get into your nutrition and hack it. Exactly. It, it's which, and what you were saying before is like, okay, you got to know what's best for you at the same time. Um, but I do believe when it comes to this diet, it, it's more of it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is hacking. This is hacking yeah. your system, your nutritional system, and there's no way around it. Your body has to respond to this. Yeah. Um, well, one way or another. So uh, it's funny, especially, and I like that you touched on that. Most people, most people just, what, I, what I've seen a lot of is like, people people want someone else to do all of the work, and but they don't want to go ahead and like do the research necessary to really figure out like how to optimize themselves. Like, people want to p- play the blame game and put like, why they are where they are on somebody else. You're, they they want to be like, I'm broke because of my mama, my daddy, Pookie, Ray Ray Nim, and then they want to blame like the government. They want to blame like the president. And I'm like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like those things may have somewhat of an effect on your life. But at some point, you have to grow the fuck up and just sack up and just deal because you have to make decision. in America. Like this is the one place that we do not live in a in a in a communist society where like it like no matter how much you work, everyone across the board makes the same amount of income and can't really get out of that out of poverty. Out here, like even the most like homeless of homeless dude has a fucking cell phone. If he has a cell phone, this motherfucker has access to the internet. He has access to the internet. He's got access to be able to create a fucking hide side hustle off of the back of Amazon or possibly end up a drop shipping. Yeah. I make all my money from it. I have my phone, man. Thank you. you know, I'm always on the go. Thank um, you. You know, and it's, it's you're, you're very right. Today's world, accessibility with what we have, anybody can do it. It's about putting in the work, being having the want to put in the sacrifice. You know, we have to put in the sacrifice, but give up things, have the sacrifice to get where you need to be because a lot of people don't want to sacrifice. Not at all. They want it, but they don't want to sacrifice it. You know what? If you're not willing to sacrifice, then it's not a priority to you. Yeah, that I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really what it is. It comes down to 
what are you willing to sacrifice? I actually said this last night on one of my posts. I said, what are you, how much are you willing to sacrifice? No matter what it is, what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? Yeah. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice those Saturday nights going out, then you know what? That's more important to you right now. Yep. And, and you need to accept that. And another thing I was talking to my that you touched on too, I was talking with my daughter and my son today about this. And I said, it was uh, self-accountability. Oh, yeah. Up to your action. Radical Open ownership. Up to your action. Yes. You know what? Because my son climbed up on the counter to get some chips. And I'm just like, first of all, he lied about it. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, listen, you do something, you own it. You understand? I don't care if it's bad or good, man. You made the decision. Don't lie about it. You mm-hmm. need to own up and accept it. Because I tell you what, if you don't own up and accept it, it's going to make you more mad. And then you're going to get in more trouble. If you be, and this is a seven year old, I'm talking <laughs> Right. But you know what I mean? At the same time, seven is not an old, it's not too young to teach self-accountability. What I've seen, a, what's crazy is that like most parents, like people don't, people really don't think about the power of habit. And I always go back to the like habits, 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 habits. If you are not careful, 90% of us have a worldview that is based off of habits. 90% of us have um, genetic predispositions based off of um, hereditary habits and family habits that pass down from generation to generation and we sit there and think this is just who i am no motherfucker that's just a habit that has been passed down and you've inherited so you have a habitual habit of doing that thing and it because it's familiar as shit your brain is your brain does not really make choices all your brain does is respond to habits and it's a programming tool so if you try to make a habit for x and it's a if you try to make a decision for x but it conflicts habit y then you are going to therefore make decisions based all the way towards and in the favor of habit loop Y. And when you try to go break habit loop Y to start doing habit loop X, it takes 45 consecutive reinforcing days of bitter of bitterness, of bullshit, and it completely sucks shit to reinforce the fucking habit. Yeah, it does. And which is why even talking any type of um, athletic activity, Say how many sports or something like that. You drill, 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 drill until you don't think. Yep. You act. You yep. respond. And I really like the way you said about how your brain kind of is a programming tool because I feel that. I got to a huge debate today about this guy telling me that, you know, you can't be big, strong, fast, and have endurance at the same time. Yes, you can. Excuse me. Yes, you can. It's all about what you tell your mind to do, and are you willing to put in the work to do it? Now, I told him, I was like, it's not me. I'm not saying it's easy because I have that discipline and say that training regimen is going to be very hard, Mm -hmm. but if you're willing to do it, it can be done. Um, And, you know, and you're going to have that mindset of people that they're always going to shut things down. Yeah. Before they even look at the side of, okay, this is a possibility. But yeah. your mind is the strongest thing that you can have, period. Because if you train your mind, it's weird almost, because you're training, you're, you're tricking your own mind yourself. Exactly. In a sense. And if you can manipulate your own mind to what you want, you can do anything. See, I was listening to something by Jim Quick, uh, and he was talking about... Yeah, so he gave this acronym, and he said, he said there's six, there's six, uh, there's six tools to learning absolutely anything. And I listen to this guy every morning because I listened to him and then I was listening to this dude about uh, about billionaire habits. 
because I was like, if I want to, like, if I want billionaire income, I need to have billionaire habits because once the habits are developed, the, the being a billionaire is just an eventuality at that point. It's just an eventual realization. I don't have to think about being a billionaire. I will autonomically become a billionaire and make billionaire decisions because I am, I have the habits developed period. Yeah. So what was interesting is, Oh yeah. Um, and it just becomes like, once you have like habit formation is like compound interest. Literally. Because eventually, like, you don't have to even build anymore. You just fucking just do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. But so it's, uh, he gave his acronym. It's called Be Fast. And so, like, Be Fast is like, uh, the first one, is, it's belief. He said, he said, people don't understand the nature of belief. He goes, if, like, Henry Ford said, if you believe you can or you can't, either way, you're right. Your brain does not, your brain does not hear no. It does not hear yes. If you sit there and say, like, don't eat the chocolate, your brain just hears eat the chocolate. If you sit there and say, like when you say, oh, don't forget to lock the door, your brain just goes, forget, and it goes, lock the door. So then what ends up happening is that like, you're, you're literally, your brain only hears commands because it's meant to be commanded to create and to act upon. So that means that you need to be very careful with your, and what is the internal conversation you are having with yourself and what is the story or the lies that you have been told that you have accepted to believe is fact because those are the things that are the narrative that your mind is creating for your life to be acted upon. So if you believe, if you believe that like you're a God amongst men, then you are going to therefore act like that. And everything you're doing is going to be in alignment with that thing. The reason that most people have a problem with people seeming arrogant or cocky like Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor is smart as shit. He has a complete understanding of getting his mind, getting his actions, and getting his words in alignment with the things that he the things that he is crafted created and built upon in his mind he has built a vision and a fucking like uh, like an internal city for a destiny that he is desiring to walk out and to see made manifest so his planning his strategy his vision his action his speaking only comes that which is in alignment with what he wants to see created. So then he never gets into a place of any level of self-doubt because everything is in full alliance and in full congruency. So he can walk with a certain level of calmness and certain level of like confidence. And also we tend to forget that like, not only does he like plan on this, not only does he sit there and think about it and meditate on it and like doesn't watch any type of TV. He's already done it. He, he's, he's already finished the result in his head. He doesn't watch anything or listen to anything that can contrast or can conflict against the belief that goes against his vision. So basically he's in full alignment. Then he works his ass off. So then he, he feels even more congruent. Like if you're, if you're expecting to be like, I'm going to be a bodybuilding competitor, but you're training an hour a day, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but nigga, your fucking actions don't back up how big your fucking mouth is. Period. Walk the walk. You gotta walk that walk, that's for sure. Cause when you uh, walk it, you feel really congruent. You sit there in your head and you're like, you know, I always talk about nobody's gonna outwork me. Well, how can I say that? I sleep four hours a night, I'm the first one up, I'm the last one home. Every fucking day. I don't take a fucking day off. Ever. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I am always working. I'm obsessive compulsive about the shit I want to do. And then I work out three hours a day on top of that, on top of all everything else that I have to do because it's about the habit. And I know that the habits eventually, you see, you're like looking at me today, but you're not seeing the habits that are being built because five, 10, 15, 20, I'm playing for like all time legacy, 40, 50, 60 years 
Because at some point, you're going to quit. And the moment that you quit, I'm just getting started. I'm sitting there waiting for my competitors to quit. I'm like, please get comfortable. Please quit. Please do some bitch shit because I'm going to come and eat your lunch. Please get comfortable. <laughs> but you got it. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, and that's kind of what you said on with uh, Conor McGregor. And this is something I do um, really personally. I put myself, and you know, to a set as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I put my, I, I mentally prepare myself for what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. What I'm, gonna, what I'm gonna have to go through. Yeah. Um, I had a strategy. I had a plan before I go into it. Yep. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Plans change as always. Of life. course. But you know what? I know my steps that I need to take. I've already thought about this. Yep. You know, and it's hard. It's very hard to not get sidetracked. Yep. And you know, the strength from that. But you got to remember, and I said I preach. The same. And I say, you know, sometimes you just gotta put your head down and work. Yep. Because yep. you make it, you make a plan, you know what you have to do, and life can distract you from that. Exactly. So sometimes you just have to put your blinders on, put your head down, work as hard as you can yep. until that next door opens. And when that next door opens, you need to be ready to take it. Because Thank that's you. what lucky is. Being lucky is the definition of being lucky is not, you know, oh my God, I'm throwing lottery. No, but preparation meets opportunity. Being, yes, exactly. When, thank you, that's uh, my mind there. But that is exactly what the definition of luck is. And being ready for the opportunity when it presents itself. Exactly. And I, people tell me I'm lucky all the time. No, I work my ass off all the time and I'm ready for it. Exactly. You know? um, and that's, I believe in that all day. Put your head down, work hard, but you got to know what you're doing. And exactly. That's really what it comes down to. Well, you know what's interesting is that um I was so one of the one of the one of the habits like for like billionaires that they have is billionaires read wide. Uh, so they read they read they read a lot and they read wide. And I'll never forget there was a there was a one of my I had this client that was this 19 year old kid he runs this like 10 million dollar internet agency basically doing marketing for companies. And I remember that. Um, I basically was getting to the point where I was like, I don't want you to pay me anymore. I want you to pay me by mentoring me because you're doing shit I've never seen anyone else do. And I'm like, I want to know how you run your business and like how you live your day to day. So like for like two weeks, I just kind of like shadowed him and paid attention. And what was interesting is like every single morning he didn't, it, it, I used to always think I'm like, damn, dude, you don't really work that much. But here's what's interesting. He was working. He spent most of his day reading and planning and then all he did after he finished reading and planning was delegation because knowledge it's the knowledge that's going to get you there exactly it's the how to exactly if you know how and, and not only knowing how and something you said as well you, you really again like I said earlier for me just talking about your post and all this like I know your mindset or I get your mindset is that not just knowing but knowing why exactly if you know if you know why Which is 
Oh, dude, people, people like the, every time something bad happens, they literally become like, oh, woe is me, as opposed to like, you need to get to the point of like getting addicted to like if once you become addicted to the hustle and become addicted to the process, then like when shit happens, you just literally you like you just take it on the chin. Like most people, like I like I remember I used to go to martial art class and like our instructor used to always tell us he used to say. Leave your sorries at the door because he already knew once we went in to fight, you're going to get hit. You're going to get smacked and smacked inside the face. You're going to leave bruised and battered. And the more that, that, that you were aware that coming to class, you were going to get fucked up. You could mentally just prepare yourself for the pain and just just literally get through it. So then what ends up happening is that you just develop like a certain mental calluses to pain and to knowing like you already know that like beginner's class is going to be the easy class but you're literally planning for the advanced class and then the class after that so what everyone else is like when everyone else is like going all out you already know you got two other classes that you got to go through that's gonna fuck you up so everyone's like i don't get how you're so good and you're like you don't get it i get beat up a lot more than you guys do you're only training in class i'm training in class i've got the two other classes and then i'm getting beat out beat up on the streets outside of class so i'm just getting fucked up all the time so I, I'm learning, I'm, I'm failing fast and rapidly. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else too, man. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm making my mail to the phone. No worries. Um, but no, go ahead, continue. I'll come back to the center. It's interesting because it, it's like, I think the day and age that we live in, we like as i think about this like i literally just want to like pull up all the shit that i just see on instagram people spend so much time doing unnecessary shit like it they spend most of their time being entertained like that they spend most of their time being entertained and then constantly comparing themselves to everyone else and i'm like you guys don't work nearly hard enough you guys want so much but you want to give so little. You want the you want the perfect relationship, but you don't realize that like a relationship is like a business. I didn't say job. I said a business because it breaks the forty hour rule. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. You gotta put in anything you want to see grow. You have to put into it, and that's another thing. Is like you know, if you want something to grow, period, whatever it may be, your body, your business, whatever it is, your bank account, you have to feed it. If exactly. You don't feed it, what it means, you ain't gonna get anywhere. And another thing people do, which is what I was gonna touch on, and I got sidetracked, um, is that people get, they start and they, they'll see progress and they'll stop feeding the business or they'll stop feeding what they need to see the progression that they already have to see. And they'll keep it at that level instead of trying to take it to the next level by getting more knowledge or putting that extra effort in. And they'll plateau. And they won't oh, yeah. figure out why. You know what I mean? And that comes mm-hmm. down to sacrifice again. You know, I've already got here, I'm here. But what you need to realize is, like, once you start seeing that progression, you really start pushing. No, that's when you push harder. Yep. That's when you need to go harder because that door's open. Yep. So now you need to push even more because that's how you're going to make it. If you plateau, it's going to be harder. I can hear Eric Thomas. He goes, Eric Thomas has this quote where he says, he said, he said, he goes, he said, honestly, he goes, you know, honestly, he's like, look, can I be real with y'all? He goes, he goes, um, uh, there's a, where's a word for, he goes, uh, most of y'all, he goes, the worst thing in the world is not growing up in poverty. 
The worst thing in the world is growing up in poverty and coming here and getting worship and getting a big head and not taking advantage of this. And then you got to go back to the hood. He goes, that's the worst thing could ever happen to a bro. And I was like, that's hella true. It's one thing to just sit there and always be broke and because you've never known any better. But to be broke, then to get an opportunity to come to a place where you get worship, you get a big head, and you don't take advantage of the opportunity so then the window passes you by and you don't make the most of it. And then you got to go back and you should have, could have, would have asked, nigga. We're like, oh, back in my day, I was somebody. And nobody gives a, sh a yep. fuck about the past. Yep, exactly. And that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I came from... I didn't have a father, really. You know what I mean? I was yep. raised with a single mom. I helped raise my brothers. Um, I came out here in the military from Tennessee. I told you I got out of the military. I grinded, but I've always had work ethic. I've yep. always had work ethic. But, like I told you, I got that job, and I was, you know, making, I took a tent with me, 40000 a month one time. And I I didn't do it correctly. But I didn't have an IT yep. to do it correctly. And I'm, not, and I'm not blaming that. I made my own fucking decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now I'm, I'm thankful because it is right. Because when you come from poverty and then you hit it, oh, yeah. and then you go back to it, bro, it's like, like you just, you, you really well on it. Oh, yeah, and dude. You sit there and you, and, <laughs> but you know what? you got to have the strength to fail. And I said that in the post this morning. I, this morning, I was like, you got to have the strength to know. you got to fail. It's okay. I've learned. I know. I'm still young. Exactly, you know I mean? and I learned. I learned a lot going through that business, and now I'm going into another. You know, now I'm going through this other business, and I'm going to make it grow. And I, I can go back into the business I was doing before. I could, I don't want to do that right now. Exactly, you know what I mean. I'm stepping back. I'm doing this. I got a call today from the owner of the company that did this to me actually today. Matter of fact, that's um, crazy. It's very random. Yeah, it is crazy. Very random. Um, and I, at first, I could step back into something like that because I, I helped him with anger. Um, but you know what I mean? Having the power of self-realization within yourself is probably one of the other biggest things that you can have. Because if you can really commit to knowing and accepting what you've done and how to fix it and correct and capitalize, you can be unstoppable. But you have to have self-realization and knowing where you fucked up and admitting you fucked up. Exactly. You can't do, if you don't do that, you're going to make the same mistake. Dude, you want to know what's crazy about you saying this? Because, the, and, I, and I'm going to compare this to like what happened to me. So like how you got the call from the old boss that like had fucked you yeah. over and they're trying to like yeah. offer you the same, they're trying to offer you like the position that you had before yeah. in the past. What's crazy is I yeah. ran into someone who I used to date. I ran, and this was someone that like I was really into and when I ran into them, um, like they're like, they were like all about it again. And what was funny was that those old feelings came back. Like, you know, Oh, that could be an option, but like I'm with somebody else now. And what's funny about it is I'm like, I had to literally take a step back and be like, you and I both know that like this, this girl is not good for you. That she, that all the shit that happened, you made some bad decisions. You chose her because she co-signed your bullshit. And now like, you're completely like out of it that you want to like slightly go back and i'm like that was the greatest deception and i had to literally take a step back and be like no you got someone way better now you're way smarter do not go fuck this shit up for an old piece of ass that yeah. you for a fact is gonna it's gonna just mess you up 100%. again hell no now now i'm glad you said this annoyed because it's kind of making me double think um now now hear me out on this now i'm gonna transfer from women to business because exactly it's gonna have different, you know, 
money. Now, stepping back into the business side of this, and if you have that self-realization, and you know what you get wrong, yep. right? And you're self-aware, and you go back into that and play your cards correctly, and you capitalize on it, and you make a move on that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, that's a question for the ages, I guess. You see, uh, you know what's interesting then, though is that I always look at like if like there's there's so the one here's a few things that I've learned. When so if someone if someone does something wrong to you and then they never learned that the thing that they did was wrong and they don't go and like and they don't change the habit, because I bet you you're not the first person he's done that shit from. He shorted you on like multiple times when it came to money. So that's a habit. So it's the same. It's a habit. It can be a habit. Okay, exactly. And that's, why you, and, that, and that's why you can have the power. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know what the bullshit is now. Exactly. You know about the bullshit. But now, you can go into it holding the cards. Exactly. you. Not talking about women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Women can be completely different. <laughs> no, uh, but, but I've, I've just learned know, this with, like, it's like it's never about the business as an industry. Like when I don't, when I I never look at a business for the sake of looking at a business. I look at the management structure behind the business. Because Warren Buffett made this uh, when he was studying like Benjamin Graham's uh, intelligent investor. One of the things he was talking about was that whenever he looks at a company, he looks at the the fundamentals of the company. He looks at the numbers. He looks at everything else. But the biggest thing that he looks at is the management structure and the employee satisfaction of the company because that's going to be the greatest um, tell of if a company has the potential to be successful even if they're going through rough times right now. Are the habits in the organization ideal? For a successful company. So I have to look, I look at, I don't look at the business, I look at the owner of that business and I look at his habits. His habits tell me whether or not I should do business with him. Yeah. Same thing with a woman. Like your habits tell me whether I should get into a relationship with you. And if you've got shitty habits, then you, as much as you want to love me, you cannot love me because you're, you have very fucked up habits. Exactly. You know I mean? And most people are not radically aware of their habits enough to start changing those things. The only way that you become aware of your habits is going to therapy. Yeah. You have to know. What they do at therapy is make you have self realization. Exactly. Self awareness. Self awareness. Mm-hmm. Knowing. Accepting the truth. Most people don't meditate, but they don't spend enough time with themselves. They spend so much time being inundated with social media and looking at everyone else that they don't spend nearly enough time getting quiet and reflecting on, why do I always have the same habit of doing X, Y, Z? Why do I keep doing stupid shit? Why? You don't change the equation. Thank you. That's why. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta, if, you want a if you want a different answer, you got to change the equation, brother. Exactly. You you keep doing two plus two, you gotta keep getting four. It's just math. They, and these niggas think they're gonna get five. I'm sorry, that's not how numbers works. <laughs> yeah, you be surprised. That's Homie, that's that new math. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, new generation math. Right oh, man, dude, that's uh, that Gen Z math. Well, Jay, man, I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, I am about to get off here right now. For sure, man. Uh, I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna. I've been looking at this meal for the past like. <laughs> 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 He's like, uh, you're over here sitting looking uh, at. You're over sitting there looking at it like I'm gonna fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> First meal of the day, bro. I gotta eat. Uh, I feel you, homie. Anyway, I, I would love to have another conversation with you about this again. I enjoyed it. I think, like I said, just coming from. 
you know, seeing your post was good thing about what you put out, I automatically knew I was going to be able to vibe and like, connect with you on this. For sure. Um, because I appreciate what you say about your business. Yeah. And that people not willing to grind and so on and so forth. So I would love to have another conversation about this book. Stuff like this makes, it, makes each other grow. For sure, dude. And it, and it lets you know that you're on the right track. It lets you know that I'm on the right track, even mm. though we know this already. Exactly. But at the same time, at it, it, the same time, it's collaborating with great minds only leads to success. Bro, you you're become the you become the sum of the five people that you hang around with the most. One hundred percent. So. I'm gonna let you get to your meal because I ain't trying to have you be hangry and shit and come like snatch me up through the phone. So, <laughs> I hate that guy, bro. Um, but anyway, man, hit me up anytime. Um, love the conversation, and I look forward to talking to you again, bro. Bro. Sounds good, man, dude. I think, I th yo, I think, guys, the interview was pretty much fucking fire. You guys got some school about some dope shit. You learned some amazing stuff from two people that like have just literally come from the same background, and we just fucking grind. So, Dustin, thank you again for all the fucking content. Look forward to speaking with you again. And enjoy the meal. Have a good night. We're out, guys. All right. Thank you, both. Have a good night. Later. So I hope that was useful for you guys. Hopefully you guys gleaned some really solid fucking content out of this. Look forward to uploading this shit and giving you guys something to listen to. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Live long and prosper.